0: They had one tweet and the tweet had 60 retweets. People didn't really care too much. Then the founder jumped on a podcast um, and said, hey guys, this is what we're doing. Next day, they go live and the first noun sells for 613 ETH.
1: Today's episode is about a project called Nouns.wtf, which is, to my opinion, the most successful, the most interesting project in Web3 and also the most, uh, Long term, I will just explain like the tokenomics a little bit how it works, and um, and then we can see like you know what, what it means uh, from a founder's perspective. If you if you're good with this, Apollo.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Right.
1: Let's go. Okay, so the idea behind noun nouns is each day uh, they are generating an NFT automatically, and you have an auction system where everyone can bid, and the highest bidder will receive. The NFT will be able to mint the NFT. The beautiful thing here, the very innovative thing, is hundred percent of the money is going to the Treasury. And in the Treasury, they have, as of today, 28,306 ETH, which is something for 50 million, something like this, I guess. 50 50? or 50-something millions. Um, and it's probably the project that one of the projects that raised the most money. And at the same time, like you know, the founders. They found this very like good balance between like um, you know making money for themselves and you know not taking away all the project's money. And at the same time, they managed to create some scarcity while maintaining the project while minting pretty much every day. They managed to maintain the scarcity. So it's a project that really managed to overcome contradictions. You know, it is centralized, decentralized. Is it like you know founders make money, but also you know you have a lot of money to develop the project um you have like abundance and scarcity at the same time so yeah so every day they are minting one nft some of them look really cool and every 10 nft as um, minted the team is getting one for free so when this one went to the team for free so you know every 10 days the team gets an nft and then they have two choices either they sell it for profit and this is how they can make money like personally or they keep it to increase their voting power into the governance because each NFT is a voting power in the uh, DAO. And, um, and yeah, that's the project. I think right now, it's NFTs are going for 30
0: Yes. So today we have six, six, nine nouns. Is that correct? Uh,
1: six, six, eight.
0: Six, six, eight.
1: Super cool yeah
0: right. so um, what is in your opinion, Tugan, you you've been analyzing Nounstow for a long time. What is the main thing that they what you think they did really well?
1: I mean, pretty much everything. that's a beautiful look. Um, that's the beauty of it. I think for me, the, the mechanism I love is the auction system. I mean, like this daily mint, this is daily single mint and auction system. I think this is a super innovative um, protocol. And also like, just like as a, let's say you purchase the NFT, usually when you purchase an NFT, um, you know, it's money going out of your pocket to go to someone else's pocket, whether you buy on a the mint, then it's going to the founders or you buy like on the secondary market on OpenSea or Blur or whatever. But here, when you purchase the NFT, you're not giving away money. You're contributing to the treasury and you have a voting power over what you can do with the treasury. So it's not, you know, so the money is not really leaving your pocket. The money is just going into like big pocket where you have a little bit of control with a lot of uh, other uh, very smart investors. And um, that is a very different like mechanism because when you have this mint of NFT and profile picture NFTs, you always have this feeling of like, the people who are creating it they make a lot of money for themselves and then you know they put a little bit of money to develop the project but you know which percentage is allocated to develop the project and which percentage is allocated to like you know lamborghinis and you always have this suspicion like ah fuck them you know i'm going to buy an nft it's going to be a cash grab they're going to make millions and maybe they will put a few hundreds of thousands to develop the project and so you have this tension between like the community and the holders on one side and the founders on the other side and this tension is quite often leading to FUD, or shitstorm or manhunt because you have this kind of you know these are really deserve the money and here we don't have this mechanism so we don't have this like inherent tension as uh, inherent conflict of interest between the interest of founders and the interest of holders so it's a very peaceful let's say um, mechanism
0: yeah harmonious coexistence I like what you said there that with the the main thing that is also holding founders back in the NFT space is that you're always afraid that a community is going to come after you, even if the project fails. So I think what Nounstow did extremely well is they manage incentives extremely, extremely transparently. If you as the founder, you fuck up. You're not going to get paid because your nfts are not worth anything if you as the community are too greedy and you're just in there for the quick pump and dump and selling for profit fine but you're not going to develop the price of your nft as well so you have two sides that are both incentivized to keep building and to keep innovating for most nft projects you launch founders make millions and then later one year down the road the community is full of fat and toxic vibes and everybody's Just wants to get out of there as soon as possible. And I think what is the, what Nounstow did extremely well is that you educate users that they have a real share to say, real way of building. And we're also going to go through the complete case study of how they set that up. But I think the way of setting up incentives of making sure that monkeys do not grab the first banana or the first short-term incentive that they can see. That's what now did extremely well. Yeah.
1: And also like, it's hard to have this kind of like, you know, I'm going to mint and then flip behavior because yeah. it's not that easy to mint. You yeah, Just, just one per day. You need to be patient, uh, you need to wait for like, maybe like for the ETH to go down or for like to have less, you know, um, as a hit or like less like motivation around the project, then you can enter. And so also like you're delaying the demand for the NFT. a regular, like, you know, one day, like, you know, big event mint is like you are charging, charging, charging the pressure. Then you're releasing the pressure. Everything goes up and then usually it's going down. Uh, Here, a lot of people want to buy, but they're like, it's too expensive. It's too expensive. It's too expensive. So when the price goes down, like six months down the road, some people are like, okay, finally, now it's interesting for me. And also you can do some math is how much do you pay for the NFT and then how much is your part, let's say, of the treasury. If you're like this kind of like an active investor like behavior, like if you want to liquidate the company or liquidate the treasury, how much Mm -hmm. do you buy the stock? Uh, How much do you get for each stock if you choose to liquidate it? And I think in the current stage, um, you make more money. I mean, of course, no one's going to liquidate the treasury. But just from the pure math, it's quite interesting. So supply and demand is well thought. And uh, also like, if you think in terms of community, I think in one of our first episodes you said like, you know, um, community building is like, you know, being in this expensive hotel or this expensive like restaurant and you know, the customer arrives and you need to ask, okay, you, you know, uh, do you have a reservation? Can we do something for you? Can we take your, your, your coat or something? Like, you know, and you have this like onboarding of the guest and you cannot do this when you have like, you know, 10,000 people just showing up. But if you have just yeah. one new guest a day, and uh, my guess is quite often it's the same people buying. And it's not even one a day because every you know 10 days, one NFT is going for the team. So it's less than a customer a day. Uh, then you can really, really like take the guy, you know, he can introduce himself to the community. People can like welcome him. He can see like, you know, what are the topic of conversation, what they're building, what they're doing. So it, it is quite uh, quite interesting.
0: Yeah, I do remember from observing nft communities a bit if whatever two three months after the launch somebody new enters the community everybody in there is just hoping that they can dump their nfts on the new holders that are coming on the new ones on the new unlucky or lucky ones um so yeah i think it's a good time to to transition into more of the structured way of doing the case study because Mm -hmm. um what the goal of these sessions are is everybody that is listening. We want to support you to build in web three, make fewer mistakes, be faster, build a company of one, grab a $10 million opportunity. And last week I introduced a framework that I built in over launching projects in web two, web three, and it's called the Apollo method. It's called Mm -hmm. assess, prioritize, optimize, launch, learn and operate. So today we're going to look at now based on the framework that we've built and I would. I think the assess part is the most interesting in NounsDAO. Assess in a, in a broad perspective is that you're like a lion in the Serengeti, in the Sahara, looking around, seeing what moves, how it moves, looking at market cycles. The founder of NounsDAO did exactly that in, I think it was in August, 2021. He looked around and he saw that CryptoPunks was absolutely crushing it. Yet it was a great community, but no utility. There was no royalties, but he really saw that there's something that he can add to the value proposition of CryptoPunks. And boom, a couple days later, he launched NounsDAO. This was at the top of ETH. It was ripping it. NFTs were the new thing. So he was right on time in the market cycle. He was fast. He had a good idea and he just copied CryptoPunks and created NounsDAO out of it.
1: Yes, the interesting part is, you know, He's told, let's say, a few ideas and arts and like this pixelized art. and mm-hmm. um, So there's part of like, you know, inspiration or, or stealing, if you prefer. And then it's part of like, you know, adding something new, like adding your like touch to it. And I think it's also like the right way to go. It's not like, you know, 100% like AstroTurf out of nowhere, like innovation. It is like iteration on something that proved to be like successful with a strong yeah. demand.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And there were a group of 10 people. One was the Chimpers founder. The other people, I would say, were more or less in Web3. To my knowledge, none of them are doxxed. So Mm -hmm. nobody really knows who they are. But they just, like you said, really beautifully took an existing model that worked, just put their own twist to it, and they made it work. From assess, we go to prioritize. So prioritize is you do one thing and you do it really, really well. You do nothing else. And Nounstow, if you look at the marketing structure, they didn't do anything. They had one tweet. The founder went on one AMA, pitched the idea, and because the idea was so good, it spread like wildfire. We're going to talk about the launch later on. But the prioritization of Nounstow was: they said, okay, we're decentralized in a way that both parties are uh, incentivized to keep, keep buying, keep building, keep innovating and introducing new stuff, and. Also, I think one element that adds a lot of twist to the model is that people don't know if the NFT is going to be rare, how it's going to look like, because it's unrevealed. People are just bidding on the new noun, new noun, new noun. So every think, day there's...
1: I think, no, no, each day when they bid, they already know how it looks like. Really? I think, okay. yeah, because if you look uh, of the noun sixty eight, the one of today, you can already mm. see like it looks like a rabbit with glasses.
0: Ah, but maybe you don't know the rarity. If people care about that,
1: um, I, I I I mean I'm not sure there's this rarity like notion. I think some of them, if you look in the history, like are super nice. If you look at the six, I will show my screen. As the six five eight, that is yeah. super like, right, up screen beam. Like for instance, like you look at this one, the six five uh, six six five eight, it's kind of like I'm Batman or or, or, or I'm a factory one. Uh, you see, yeah. like, clearly, like, the, the winning bid was much higher than the next days. And then if you look at the ah, 666, cool, yeah. 666, also Start this little cat, it's also slightly over like the average. You know, yeah. slightly yeah. over the average. So I think, this one is not bad, but I, I do yeah. have a feeling that they see. Um, yeah. you know, yeah, no, this one, wrong. for instance, I, I, okay, no, no, not that great. Um, I think what I
0: found is they don't know the rarity if people still care about that, but um, I think I'm, I'm not sure there's
1: really, like, I think you don't really need to introduce this rarity um, scarcity BS because it's yeah. so scarce anyway. They sure, are so scarce sure. anyway.
0: Another thing I want to I wanna add there is that when they launched or they prioritized, they said, hey guys, we don't have a roadmap. The roadmap are the people that are coming in and that's going to be two three four five ten people in the first week and then together we're going to figure it out because all of the the money that we make in the auction goes to the treasury anyhow so i think it's a, something that you mentioned before and how to communicate with the community how to lead a community is you tell them guys whatever you want we're going to build Vague roadmap. We're gonna do it together. Whatever you want, you introduce. Instead of saying, "Hey guys, we're gonna send this person to the moon. We're gonna buy this yeah. race club, and we're gonna make a sponsorship with Cristiano Ronaldo." No, guys, we just launch. It's a good idea, and we figure it out together.
1: Yeah, I think also like you know at the beginning. Um, I mean, w- w- what is very interesting in terms of like a prioritization is a launch, uh, or maybe we're- sorry. Um, or maybe I will add this stuff for the launch part. I am just checking like the launch. I would, I will mention something when we will arrive to the L for launch.
0: Let's go to optimize. So yeah. they only had one tweet and I'm going to share this with you because this is just really cool. Um, they had one tweet and the tweet had 60, uh, 60 retweets. Yeah. This was the only tweet they said, public testnet is live. You can now get some Rinkaby ETH and you can test bid for noun one. So that's why I thought it's 669 um, because they have one fake one in there. Noun number one. And okay, Twitter engagement. People didn't really care too much. Then the founder jumped on a podcast um, and said, hey, guys, this is what we're doing. Next day, they go live and the first noun sells for 613 ETH.
1: quite it's quite impressive it's quite impressive but it's not really what's very interesting about this tokenomics Mm -hmm. um you know if you want to launch like an nft you need to like as i said like accumulate pressure and demand and hype then you (laughs) release and it's very hard to do it because if you don't have enough pressure you don't sold out the collection it's finished it's done you you will never recover from it Mm -hmm. if you launch the nouns way and for the first weeks you have zero traction Well, it's fine because you can, if one day no one wants to bid, you can bid yourself or you can like make a decision with the the existing community. Hey guys, we're going to use community money to bid. And so we're going to just accumulate like no voting power for the OGs in the first one. So if at the beginning you don't have traction, you can somehow overcome it and you can build the community, build the trust. Um, you know, grow, and then people say, oh, you know, this stuff has been there for like, you know, two months, it's going up and down and up and down, but, you know, more and more people involved, I am, it's, not, it's not dying, and I think a very important thing in NFT is like, you know, how fast something is dying or not dying, and, you know, if something has still like momentum after two months, not after like, you know, two weeks, but like really like two months after the NFT's life, not two months before launching, but it's been launched, and there's still momentum, then it's a very, very, very strong, like, you know, um, positive signal for the project. So mm-hmm. if you do like uh, announce uh, the tokenomics, you can overcome the fact of having close to zero traction at the beginning. You can just launch mm-hmm. and then build the traction. Instead of building the traction, launch, pump, dump, die. You can just build, pump, 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 pump and just never die. Uh, because you know, it's a very different like, mechanism. And surprisingly- What also links to yeah.
0: is that all of the community members are incentivized to use the two gun method is because it's so scarce, it's so small, you have like 10 people in there and all the 10 people that are around you are incentivized, motivated to keep building this stuff. So they keep sharing, they keep doing YouTube videos and slowly and surely the message is spreading. So for example, if you would have been one of the early Nounstyle members, you probably had a very fair chance of getting a nice share of that project for yourself just by
1: doing two gun i think it's even better than this um, are you familiar with the olson paradox Tell me. I think maybe we mentioned it once on the on the on the show so for those who don't know the Olson paradox is the following id the smaller is a group the higher is the importance for each member of the group to contribute to the collective action if they want to achieve results. You know, if it's just like you know, two of us and I'm not showing up for the podcast, you lose half of your like strength as a group. Right? Uh, mm-hmm. If we are 10,000 and I'm not showing up, who's going to notice it? And that's why small mm-hmm. groups are usually much more efficient to defend their own you know, uh, community interest than large amount of people. This is why, like you know, like minorities, or like whether it's like you know about so an opinion or about like you know whatever, usually they can mobilize easier because they are a minority. So you know, if you're not participating to the demonstration, if you're not like signing the petition, then we are losing maybe two percent of our like strength. So you have to be there, um, and because it starts super small, um, yeah. So you know, each one has its strong incentive. Also, the cool stuff is the team getting one ounce. One NFT every 10 mint, it's also giving like, you know, ammunition for like potential rewards. Yeah. Let's say someone is like contributing like crazy for the project, but he just cannot afford to buy one. Well, there is hope. He can yeah. get one for free because every 10 days, there's an extra NFT for the founders that can be maybe used uh, for, the, for, for, for the community or, for, or, yeah. or to reward like a very dynamic community members. Beautiful. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. When when I started researching for nouns, I wanted to mm-hmm. do a marketing case study on how they went from idea to launch into execution. But the thing is that they didn't do any marketing. And the reason for that is that the idea was so incredibly unique, was the idea was so good that it was spreading on its own. And I think that's a really good proof of that you're building something that is worthwhile is that you're not spending on influencers that you're not spending on youtube ads that you don't think about marketing acquisition what you have is so interesting that people tell their friends about it without you having to pay them and i think that's a that's the best proof of product proof of market fit if something like this exists in, in nft land but you have something you don't pay to promote it and still you're selling your first nft for
1: 613 ETH. And I mean, you have desire because you have this non-stop scarcity.
0: Yeah. yeah. Cool. Let's go from, from launch to learn in the Apollo method. Basically, what they did is they always said every noun has one vote to decide what happens with the treasury. This way, the founders get to know the community better after every voting. And everybody can log in, connect their their Metamask or their wallet and submit a proposal to the DAO. There are some limitation from the founder side where they say if it's two financial incentives or if you said that somebody buys the majority of the nouns nfts and then tries to to liquidate the whole project that's not going to work so this was okay. the the learning part on type on the side of the nouns what do you think about the general we had one one conversation some time ago with dylan Sharp from fat cats mm-hmm. DAO, and we talked about governance structure what is what is your general view on nouns DAO, maybe Fed Cats DAO, or a good way to manage communities
1: in Web3? mean the answer is nouns, that's WTF. Yeah. That's the right way to do it. Yeah. Like everything is so aligned, and not, nothing's nothing perfect, but everything everything is so aligned. Like, and you know, the team is mechanically growing its voting power. Like you know, week after week, month after month, uh, if they choose to not to sell NFTs, um, so it's. I mean, then you know, if you have some like, uh, you need at least, or you can have like this kind of like minority vote to block any decision. Somehow, over time, the funding team may manage to get this, uh, to to or or you know like, so it's. I think it's the right way to do it. Mm. I, I mean, it's maybe also me being a sociopath, but I'm also—I t- mean—I don't. We, we we always use the word like community, but is it really a community when you're just there to try to dump your NFT or you're talking on someone else, right? Um, yeah. are, are you really building something? Are you really communicating? Do we? Do, do you have like you know um, decentralized like relationship between people without like a leadership and like a, a vertical structure? And, um, so, and also I tend to trust and believe in small groups I, I, and I tend to distrust like big groups of people and you know, the, the bigger the group, the crazier it gets. Um, you know, it's like, uh, we also use it like, I think for the very first episode on the show, it was like, uh, the psychology of the crowd from Gustave mm-hmm. Lebon, the very, very yeah. old book that says like, you know, the bigger the community, the crazier it gets, uh, in the positive and in the negative. So in the, in the formal and in the fad and, uh, I I don't trust this stuff. I don't really trust this. Um, You can try to use it to your advantage as a founder, but sooner or later it's going to backfire brutally um, because it's human nature. So maintaining a small, committed community of qualified people who have a strong desire to be part of the stuff, super hard to enter, super easy to exit. It's quite an easy or so. Uh, I want to add one thing there is that that
0: usually communities are are very i would say schizophrenic in nft world one they say you know we're all here we're all here building together we're here for the community but the founders are not allowed to make money and again linking back to basic incentive structure if the founders don't make money over time if there's no cash flow for the business then they're not incentivized to keep building because let's say you're two three years down the road eventually the the 1 million or 10 million that you're raising like it's, it's gone. just gone, it's just gone. Yeah. And you could say like, you know, like NFTs are never supposed to be a business model. You should figure out ways how to sell merch and make money of that, but that's just not gonna work as well. And I think for both founders, it's important to keep making money because at some point you're just gonna be like, yeah, I'm just making 2K a month here of what I'm paying myself from the salary of the 10 million that I raised two years ago my community is fudding every day because the floor price is going down. Nobody's building anything except the one developer that I hired to build a new UI so we can execute on the roadmap that
1: we promised that we can't hold up to. And
0: hmm?
1: And the irony is, let's say you're running out of money and you're like, okay, you know, I'm going to iterate in this project launch, like a, you know, a secondary collection or whatever, but it's, in most cases, it's much easier to launch something radically new and fresh mm-hmm. than to build yeah. over like an existing angry community. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to raise money, it's easier to do it like not with this project, but with a completely separated project. So, you mm-hmm. even has have, have this kind of in- economic incentive to do something else or to distribute your time over like different projects. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's completely it's, yeah it's not aligned.
0: Mm. Cool. We, we had Apollo method so far. We assessed the founder, looked at the market, said, there's CryptoPunks. I can do this better. And they did. Then they prioritized. They said, we're going to do decentralized fashion one per day, every 10th for the founder. We make all decisions together. No roadmap. Then they optimized. They said, guys, we don't really have a plan. The plan is going to be figured out together with you. Operation super lean, super effective, super efficient. They launched. Um, within one day, first Noun got sold for 613 ETH. Then they kept learning a bit. They, they introduced some more governance structure to the last point of operation. And to do that, I want to share my screen of how they operate together as a community because I think it's incredibly impressive. So if you go to the DAO here, you see everybody can submit a proposal. For example, Noun wet wipes. You see not too many people voted, voted yet. But they keep defeating and n- cancelling a lot, a lot, a lot of them. So exactly here. So we can go to execute here. Distribute some noun vision glasses to noun holders randomly. For, against, abstain. So this is the how the community operates itself. You don't need the, the leader or the main founders there are 10 of them to show up there day after day after day to write bullish announcements that are not going to be executed but what is a rage quit <laughs> yeah but it's a it's a beautiful governance structure beautiful way of community members talking to each other and coming up with new stuff one thing that I think is particularly interesting is that they had a, a proposal to do a collaboration with Mr. Beast, but and I think Mr. Beast also bought bought announced, but um, the community uh, defeated it.
1: Interesting, quite interesting. Yeah. And also like you cannot build a community and. Create this overnight democracy when you have like thousand people just yelling, and just trying to you know, exit their their NFT position. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's good. good. It's just good.
0: What does this tell you for your own way of building community, building project? What is
1: something that you steal like an artist from nouns? I think I would. Def- I'm definitely interested in stealing the UX and UI of the DAO. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely something I like. Like this for against, you can see like the logos of the NFT that voted. Uh, it's quite nice. So, um, so I would. Um, I would steal this, definitely. Uh, is
0: there something that you're thinking about doing for a uh, site, for example?
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, for for a site, maybe like I will offer to, to just like get inspired from this. Um, mm. because some projects they have like this, uh, voting mechanism and DAO, but it's a, it's an epic mess, it's super hard to understand. It's super hard to submit questions or like ideas. I think this one is quite, it's quite good.
0: Cool. From my side, the, the main thing that I really like about Nouns is that when you decide on and launching an NFT project or launching a token, it's kind of like you're choosing between two illnesses. None of yeah. them, both of them are going to be a baggage, emotional baggage or liability down the road. You launch a 10K collection or 5K, whatever it might be. Maybe you don't raise enough money. The roadmap that you promised, or maybe there's no roadmap, but at some point the community is going to flip on you. You launch a token later down the road, you're going to get sued because you're in your security and people are going to keep fudding because maybe they accuse you that you sold your own tokens. It's just both not great. In this case, you can really say, hey, maybe you even have an idea that you want to execute on yourself, but it's building along the way. It's slowly build, 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 build build, like a real Web2 startup. If it works, it's going to blow up and it's going to show itself on the floor price or the auction price of every NFT. But you are given the time. You don't have to put 200k of money down on your own, but you have an idea. You can raise money through an auction and day after day after day after day, you get paid as a founder and the treasury gets a lot of money. Yeah. And if you suck, you're not going to make it. If you're great, you're going to make a lot of money.
1: And also, it is not very easy to move from a centralized project to a decentralized project. If the project doesn't have, from the beginning, this decentralized culture and this DAO functioning, and you have this more like, like centralized or vertical decision-making, and then you say, hey, people, you, know you can like vote and make decisions. Um, usually, the transition doesn't work. Um, so having a project early on that is based on DAO, based on governance, based on the holders, you don't have to make this transition because the transition from, hey, you know, you can make more decisions is always interpreted as an exit scam. <laughs>
0: mm.
1: oh, yeah. oh, you want to exit scam the project? No, I want you to contribute. No, no, we don't want to contribute. We want you to, to take all the responsibilities, make everything, and take all the blame when things don't work. Um So because like it was, because it's how it started and when it's it's, like something that I learned, like, you know, the hard way, but when you start with a centralized and vertical decision-making, then you stuck with a centralized decision, vertical decision-making and a centralized and vertical, like a blaming structure. Um, yeah.
0: To round it off on my side, I think this is the most beautiful example of turning hundred dollars into tens of millions of dollars. And it really nails down to Apollo method. You start assessing the market, you see a gap. You're fast, you're quick, you're efficient. Boom, you launch it. And that's how you make tens of millions, just by being there, just by analyzing. And it's the same, same time frame or same opportunities given to people right now in Web3 and AI. You just now have to be there, assess, analyze, write case studies, build scenarios in your head. And whenever the time is right, like there's no doubt that you cannot be somebody that launches announced out. And as you've seen, it starts with one. Now it's 668. And it just gets better and better over time. And the founders made a lot of money. Community had a good time. So guys, this is Web3. This is Web3 well executed, turning $100 into tens of millions, using the Apollo method, just by being there, assessing, being patient, not jumping on the first Bitcoin NFT hype craze, but building something that really makes sense.
1: I really like it. I think if i if I had no project to do, if I was like you know web three unemployed, I would launch a fork of um of this with different like concepts, different like um, goal of what to do with uh, with the treasury, not just like random things, but like to be like goal oriented um, but uh, I, I would do something like this. It's what makes more sense.
0: yeah, definitely. The risk is extremely low. The needed capital is extremely low. The likelihood of success moderately high.
1: What mm. is that, guys? you likely have success. I will repeat myself. It's not binary. It's not like okay, did we sold out the mint? Yes or no. Mm. The the success is like gradual. Okay, you build. The people bid, buy, bid, buy, not bid much. Okay, a bit more, buy. Okay, and you know you're not in a binary scenario of, or it's like, you know, either either you make it or you break it. It's like, you can build over time and that's just nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. hundred percent. So that's my conclusion. Non-style, very sick execution of somebody that was right in the market, timed it well, and then used case study, I would say from other, from web two or governance to really crush it. And right now, one and a half years or nearly, nearly two years later, is still still pumping. Nanz is doing great things. Somebody turned hundred dollars into hundreds of millions. Closing words from you two gun. Just fork it. <laughs> Just fork it, guys. See you in the next video. And um, small CTA here. Everybody that is listening, we're sharing or the main vision of what we're doing. Help people to build and crush it in Web three. Right now, the main opportunity of making tens of millions in a time frame of two months to four years is using Apollo and Tugan method, building your own project with very low capital just by assessing and analyzing the market well, or becoming part of a fresh product with hard tech that you can get equity or token share of. Right now is the time. So every week we meet two times, we analyze the uh, projects that did it in the past, so you can do the same thing. The only thing what we want from you in return is let us know what type of content you prefer seeing, what's the best way of communicating this type of knowledge to you. We have a lot of cooking in the background. We're going to do more written case studies. We're going to repurpose our content. So in the meantime, if you want to get smarter every day, subscribe to our newsletter below, fill out our Airtable and tell your friends about the next Web3 and the AI revolution that is going to make all of you rich. Perfect. See you in the next one, guys, and keep building. Just fork it.